Welcome back to the Business English Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and today we've got an incredibly relevant topic lined up for all you professionals out there who are mastering English for use at work or in professional environments. You know, the style of English that has an impact, captivates your audience and moves them to action. None of that basic general English here, don't you know? Now, have you ever found yourself in a team meeting, brainstorming session or any professional gathering and thought to yourself, how should I be communicating here? Well, you're not alone. Today, we're diving into the art of team talk in a business context. That's right, we'll be exploring how to conduct and participate in professional discussions, meetings and feedback sessions in Business English, ensuring you come across as confident, respectful and effective. And who doesn't want that? We're going to break down some of the key phrases and techniques that are essential in the business world. I'm talking about starting meetings or team huddles, encouraging participation, giving feedback and even how to handle disagreements. Because, as we all know, when it hits the fan, you need to know how to handle those close and personal arguments. Now, all of these situations might sound simple, but as we have all come to understand when you're working in a second language, especially as a professional, it's the nuances that make all the difference. Plus, we're not just going to learn these phrases and techniques. This is the Business English Podcast after all. And as always, you'll get a chance to practice and repeat them. And then I'll show you how they're used in real life business situations. This way, you're not just memorizing, you're understanding and applying. The fastest way to learn. And don't worry, we'll also cover what not to say. It's crucial to know the phrases and approaches that could be considered unprofessional or even offensive in a business setting. This section is all about helping you avoid those common pitfalls that even native speakers sometimes fall into. After all, what's the point in building such a professional persona if one slip of the tongue can bring it all tumbling down? So, whether you're prepping for your next big meeting or just looking to polish your business English skills, this episode is tailored just for you. Stay tuned and let's dive into the world of professional communication where your words are as important as your ideas. Before we begin, remember this podcast is interactive. You'll get the most out of it if you speak along, repeat the phrases and maybe even jot down some notes. So, let's get started. But first, maestro please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact, with your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Let's kick off with the art of beginning a meeting. Gone are the days of the mundane statement, let's start our meeting. Instead, imagine walking into your next session armed with, good morning team, let's launch into today's session. Let's launch into today's session. As an example, good morning team, let's launch into today's session on market trends. I hope you're all ready to get started. Or how about, welcome everyone, today we're navigating through, welcome everyone, 
Today we're navigating through For instance, welcome everyone, today we're navigating through the challenges the team faced last week on site. These starters aren't just words, they're your opening act, setting the stage for focused and engaging discussion. Now, let's talk about transforming passive listeners into active participants. Meetings and team huddles are built on valuable contributions and dialogue. So, when leading a team talk, it's essential to spark that conversation and get it flowing. To get your peers and colleagues more involved, instead of the usual, what do you think, try, I'm keen to explore your insights on this. I'm keen to explore your insights on this. In a use case, you could say, I'm keen to explore your insights on the client's logistic network. Or here's another one. Let's unearth some fresh perspective on. Let's unearth some fresh perspective on. For instance, I like the ideas so far, but let's unearth some fresh perspectives on the company's affiliate scheme. These phrases don't just invite thoughts, they ignite ideas and foster a culture of collaboration and innovation, which, after all, is the foundation of all great business. And finally, guiding your team through the meeting's agenda is like being the conductor of an orchestra. Effective navigation of an agenda is essential for maintaining clarity and momentum during a meeting. The last thing any of us want is a sluggish and badly organised meeting. This isn't the professional image we want to garner for ourselves. So, to keep things fresh and moving on the straight and narrow, use phrases like Moving on to our next vital chapter Moving on to our next vital chapter For instance with that swept up, let's move on to our next vital chapter, bonuses for next quarter. Or here's another alternative. Let's pivot our focus to. Let's pivot our focus to. For example, with the budget sorted, let's pivot our focus to our social media strategy. These phrases add some life and professionalism into what could be a dry and mundane team huddle, allowing you to smoothly transition between topics, keeping your meeting in perfect harmony and on track. Now that we've expanded our team talk vocabulary with some more professional and intriguing phrases, let's delve into some more advanced communication techniques that can really elevate your professional English. These next set of phrases aren't just phrases, they're methods of interacting that can change the way you're perceived in the workplace. Let's start with active listening. This is crucial. It's not just about hearing what's said, but showing that you're engaged and understanding. The confusing point here is that with active listening, you aren't just listening, but talking to or interacting. To do this, here's a great phrase to use. That's an interesting point, Rob. Can you elaborate on that more? That's an interesting point, Rob. Can you elaborate on that more?
This shows you're paying attention and value their input. Now, imagine you're in a brainstorming session. Your colleague Sarah just proposed an innovative idea. You turn to her and say, that's an interesting point, Sarah. Can you elaborate more on that? You've just demonstrated active listening, encouraging a deeper discussion. Next, we have clear and concise messaging, another great technique. In the business world, as we know, time is precious. You need to communicate your ideas quickly and clearly. This is one of the hardest things professionals have to do when operating in their second, third or even fourth language sometimes. So knowing how to do this well will help immensely in the workplace. So a useful technique in summarising key points can be very simple. Try just saying, to summarise, our primary goal is... To summarise, our primary goal is... This helps refocus and clarify the discussion. Let's put this into a scenario. You're concluding a meeting that had numerous discussions. To ensure everyone is on the same page, you say, to summarise, our primary goal is to increase client engagement by 20% over the next quarter. You've just neatly wrapped up the meeting with a clear, concise objective. Lastly, let's talk about dealing with disagreements. Unfortunately, this is inevitable in any team setting. The key is to do it professionally and respectfully. Well, you don't say, Rob. I know that might seem obvious, but the trick is how to do it. So in those awkward moments of disagreement, use this phrase. I see your point, but have we considered... I see your point, but have we considered... This acknowledges the other person's viewpoints before presenting your own. Now, imagine a team discussion where there's a disagreement on strategy. Rather than just dismissing the idea outright, you say, I see your point, but have we considered the impact on our budget? You've opened the door for constructive dialogue without negating the other person's input. These three advanced techniques are about enhancing how you interact in English in a business setting. They're about being a better listener, a clearer communicator and a more effective team player. Remember, the more you practice, the more natural these will become. We will in fact be going into much more detail with each of these techniques and expanding upon those phrases in future episodes, so keep your eye out for that. Coming up next, we'll explore what not to say in professional settings. It's just as important to know the don'ts as well as the do's. So stay tuned and let's keep improving those business English skills. Transitioning now to a crucial part of our discussion, what not to say in professional settings. It's often these little missteps in communication that can have a significant impact on your work relationships and career. So let's dive into some common mistakes and how to avoid them. First, steer clear of overly casual language in professional settings. 
Admittedly, this is where most professionals slip up when they first start their conversion from general English to business English. It can be difficult to know when to tighten the language up for more formal interactions and when to relax it off when conducting informal dialogue, so you don't sound overly serious or square. For example, using slang or overly familiar phrases can come across as unprofessional. Instead, opt for clear, formal language, especially in meetings or when communicating with higher management. Compare these two statements, for example. Hey, what's up? Are we going to start this meeting or what? Versus, good morning. Are we ready to begin the meeting? Notice the difference in tone and professionalism. Now, of course, there are a whole host of these scenarios where the balance of formality is crucial. And once again, we have an episode on formality, pro phrases across the business spectrum coming up soon. So stand by for that one, hitting your inbox. Another important aspect is avoiding negative or dismissive phrases. This can really take the wind out of somebody's sails and be discouraging for them. For instance, saying something like, that won't work, or I don't see the point in that, can shut down communication and demoralise your team. Instead, frame your concerns constructively. Say, could you explain how that would work in our context? Could you explain how that would work in our context? Here's another one to try. I see some challenges with that approach. Can we explore them further? I see some challenges with that approach. Can we explore them further? This way, you're contributing to a solution rather than just highlighting problems. And just a final point on this one. As a professional in a business environment, especially those in leadership or management positions, we should always seek to enable and empower the team, regardless if they are your colleagues or your subordinates. And these phrases really help us do that. So make sure that these couple of phrases are in your professional vocabulary. Now, lastly, let's talk about being respectful in disagreements. Unlike the last phrases we explored a few moments ago, this phrase is all about holstering destructive phrases and showing respect. In the heat of the moment, it's easy to let emotions drive your responses. Phrases like, you're wrong about this, can escalate conflicts. Instead, use diplomatic language. Say, I have a different perspective on this. Let's explore our options. I have a different perspective on this. Let's explore our options. This approach shows respect for differing opinions and fosters a collaborative environment. In professional settings, your words carry weight. They can build bridges or burn them. Always think before you speak and consider how your words will be received. This mindfulness can go a long way in maintaining a positive and productive workplace. And a final thought on this one. A lot of professionals, when learning these phrases, admit that it can be really difficult to deploy these phrases in the heat of the moment, when tempers and emotions are running high. So because of this, with this particular set of phrases, it is even more important to drill and internalise them so that they're readily accessible when you need them most. Having these phrases top of mind will allow you to more easily deploy them when you need them most.
So ultimately, remember, in business English, it's not just about what you say, but also how you say it. Well, we've covered a lot in today's episode of the Business English Podcast, from key phrases for effective team communication to advanced techniques and what not to say in a professional setting. Before we wrap up, I want to remind you that mastering business English, like any language skill, takes practice. Don't be discouraged if you don't get it perfect straight away first time round. The important thing is to keep practicing, be mindful of the tips we discussed today and always be willing to learn and grow. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your colleagues and friends who might also find it useful. We're here to help you develop your business English skills one episode at a time. Also, we love hearing from our listeners. If you have any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes or any questions about today's content, feel free to reach out via our social media channels or email. Join me again next time on the Business English Podcast where we will tackle another aspect of business communication, helping you to communicate more effectively in the global business world. Until next time, keep the dialogue smooth, the wit sharp, and of course... Keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.